0: down so no echoey
1: hey what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the club Cape babe podcast as always i'm pat mcdermott joined alongside by dan peck the only thing i know about the dark is you can't see in it and chris o'mealy
0: Thank you for that stirring introduction, Patrick. Uh, Dan was just quoting The Natural, the movie that we watched on this week's Talkin' Talkies, which you can download on Podomatic or you can get from the Giant Media Ball. And we want to thank GiantMediaBall.com for continuing to host this podcast. Giant Media Ball. It's like a giant ball of media. With lots of plugs. (laughs) And no fleas. Thank you. Also, every Tuesday, don't forget to listen to The Pie Crust with Dan and Maggle. Which
2: we're moving to Sunday, starting the 19th. We're not going this week, this coming week, because Maggle got an X-Bone and it's not in his
1: closet. Holy Oh, it's God. actually set up?
2: And, of course, the freaking Mortal Kombat comes out Tuesday.
0: Oh, so yeah. he'll be so. busy. <laughs> Sorry guys, your entire show has to be on hold so I can play my video game.
1: Are Jesse and Festus coming over to move your show to Sundays?
2: Uh yeah, they're here now, but I'm just like there's nothing to move. Biscuits and
1: Don't ring ring the doorbell, Vince, he'll go crazy.
0: (laughs) Biscuits and gravy. So um wrestling happened this week. A lot of it was (laughs) shitty. But some of it was good, and I actually compiled a top 10 list of uh, the good stuff that happened. I
1: impressively um, compiled a top 10 list out of this. You don't have New Japan because you didn't
2: watch it because you are
0: I did not. But Dan is going to talk about New Japan after the top 10, so stay tuned. Oh, that was a swerve. (laughs) Dan's going to talk about New Japan right later. (laughs) Right later. Hey, I'll keep everybody interested. Number 10. Number 10. To show you how boring this week of wrestling really was, my number 10 favorite thing that happened this week was the announcement that SmackDown is moving off the sci-fi network over to the USA network.
2: Starting quarter one, 2016. So by the end of March.
0: Yeah, so it,
2: not anytime soon,
0: but. Should have happened years ago. I agree. I agree. I think Sting, what Actually, Sting, Sting, what do you think? Oh, he's there. Shh. can't hear him. Yeah, exactly. See? Exactly. Number nine. Number nine? All right. So, (sighs) NXT was all recap city from the uh, tournament to get to the Andre Battle Royal. And that was cool. And the matches were cool. But because it was all recap, we already knew the results. It just didn't really feel like something worth watching with one very big exception. Hideo Itami hit the GTS on Tyler Breeze. So that is a thing. Now, what do you guys think about Hideo using the GTS? And do you think that Breeze sold it properly?
1: I'm, uh, I'm fine with both things. I mean, why not? They, I mean, they had guys using the same finisher. Remember when they used to come out developmental, and they'd be like, Overdrive for you, Overdrive for you, Overdrive okay. for you, too. Everybody used the Overdrive. <laughs> and then I think MVP was the guy it stuck with for a while, and he actually made it into his move. But um, I have no problem and with he it. Because he did, didn't he?
0: When he first came out of developmental?
1: When, when he first did, and then he moved to the mic check. Come to think of it, I think everybody moves to a move similar to the mic check once they had the Overdrive for too long. Yeah,
2: they did. It was like... The jumping complete shot, as they call it in the video games. and then Yeah, because MVP complete. moved to that too, I think, right? MVP did it. Uh, Shelton Benjamin did it. Our truth does it.
1: Uh, At least R-Truth doesn't finish with um, the lie detector anymore. That was annoying. I think
2: that only happened once,
0: thankfully. What is R-Truth's finisher?
1: The ask kick. Oh.
0: Okay. I think it's the Ask
1: Kick. Oh, wait. No, there's the What's Up, too, which is the same thing, like Dan was just saying.
0: The <laughs> little Jimmy. Um, thank you for telling me what the name of it is. Now, what the fuck is it?
1: It's the Jumping Complete Shot. Oh, God. According to the video games. That's probably because Booker T's like, you know, it's called the Ask Kick, but you didn't ask if you could use it first. Oh, you didn't ask if you could use it.
0: <laughs> wait uh, a minute. You got right there. All right. All right. This is not a thing on my top 10, but for some reason you made me think of this because you were talking about Booker, but no Michael Cole on commentary all week was phenomenal by the way.
1: <laughs> um, well, but here's my problem. Michael Cole is not in commentary, but Byron Saxton is,
0: but Byron Saxton did a really good job when he was with Jerry Lawler and Tom Phillips on SmackDown.
1: But yeah, I, I think that the three-man announced team maybe suits him better. Yeah, but, but,
0: th- but on Raw, it was
2: just freaking JBL and Booker <laughs> beating up Ellen on Booker. him the entire show. He, he was yeah.
1: still some, in somebody-died mode.
0: If uh, if he had... this is And this is going to be funny, because we rag on King all the time. But if he actually had King on the commentary team on Raw, I think he would do a better job. Because King can pick up the play-by-play slack sometimes. <laughs> That's why they sent King out there last week. I mean, well, yeah. And Vince was pissed off about that. But it's like you just went from a three-man team to one guy who's standing up trying to carry the entire show. Right. he, and had he pissed off nowhere, that he
1: couldn't do it. He had nowhere to sit and be comfortable. He was like, well, I'm standing here awkwardly. And he's
0: also never
1: done a live show, period. And he's never done anything alone. And three people have just died. RIP. RIP in peace. Michael Cole's shoe is a is a casualty.
0: <laughs> However, the good news coming out of all of this is that they are apparently extremely high on Renee Young and would like her to be in the commentary booth in the near future.
1: She's great on NXT, so let's see what happens when they move phenomenal. her up. Phenomenal, yeah, she's a phenomenal commentator. I think Corey Graves is going to end up on that main one of the main rosters soon.
2: I mean, wh- how fast did he become the freaking pre-show guy?
0: Like two weeks <laughs> after starting. <laughs> Because he's damn good at it. Hey, remember Alex Riley? Nope. Okay. Number eight. Rage. (laughs) (coughs) Number eight. All right. I want to talk a little bit about this match. Um, Not so much to say about it, but uh, one of the spots I think was uh, really, really cool. We were discussing it in the thread. It was the Lucha Dragons' second match on Raw, which was against The New Day. Uh, Kofi and Big E were the two guys that took them on and i kind of like how new day is really moving into that heel turn now where like xavier woods is really not digging what's happening but he's going along with it anyway and biggie is remaining overly positive and kind of ignorant to the situation and oh, he's not, just yeah he's Kofi, not like
1: ignorant so much but he's just he's like we're gonna keep on clapping until we can't clap anymore we're clapping so we're not snapping. I like how he has to go into the preacher mode in order to keep himself <laughs> um, in that frame of mind. And and Kofi as a heel is going to be interesting. I, I like where I like where Nation Two K Fifteen is headed.
0: I do like that. But um, they face New Day. Uh, lucha dragons it was a really cool match but the spot that stuck out in my head was when cesaro did an amateur flip over big e and then just picked him up off the ground and big e did that little like dog paddle in the air like oh shit what's happening right now
1: yeah they they did um the match on smackdown i think they did even better storytelling than what was on raw
0: yeah
1: uh they really got into it
0: like they're this whole heel teasing thing that they're doing is the best thing that this group has done since they debuted because it's giving them character and depth and making it, it, making them interesting to watch. So good for them. Like I said, these are three guys who I really think have been getting a raw deal. I mean, Big E every single time he does anything to get over, he kind of backtracks a little bit. They either drop his last name or they move him into a different program and Xavier Woods, I really feel like they completely missed the ball on initially because here's a guy who's legitimately getting his PhD. That's like the perfect opportunity to create a new modern-day genius character, and they're just like, we're going to keep acknowledging how smart he is, but we're not going to actually do anything about it. Like, That's I get like, that oh, yeah. these nostalgia thing wasn't going to carry over to the main roster, but they didn't give him anything. They're just like, oh, you're black. You can dance.
1: That's like when they made these...
0: Uh, why? Goddamn, why did I say that?
1: All blacks can dance.
3: Do you hear about the new WWE Network show? So, you think blacks can dance? No,
0: Vince, I haven't heard about oh. that show.
1: Well, they can. That's how
2: <laughs> it's the show just ends. That's right. And then that's the show. <laughs> and then music plays. And then black people come out and dance for the rest of the
1: half hour. Actually, it's uh, white people in blackface. So, they don't dance as well. Why would you do that, Vince?
3: Well, I had to find some use for all this black face makeup I have. I don't know why I have it. Oh, it's called Plus, plus you own the network. You can do
2: what you want. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do whatever he wants. Yeah.
2: You can, you can get 15 more minutes on the Steve Austin podcast. Oh, God. Oh, not in the Jericho podcast.
0: No, of course not. That one ran an hour. We're going to talk about that soon. But, uh, yeah, I, I like what they're doing with New Day, and I hope they, everything continues. And, man, are Kidd and Cesaro not just friggin' awesome as tag champs right now?
1: They really are, and it's uh, I'm so glad because I knew Cesaro was definitely going to get the light on him eventually. But Tyson Kidd, I was always worried about that he'd just be one of like the casualty releases or just kept on board because Natalya's still there. But now he's found his own niche.
0: Yeah, so. and it's working for him. I also like how they can clap better than New Day. <laughs>
1: I really like I like the um, the headphone thing though too the the noise canceling headphones as they come out to the ring.
0: Yeah, it's it's such a great little it's such a great little thing to just be like go fuck
1: yourself, everybody. Well, it's like a thing too that's to me that's so indie, but it works.
3: Um, right,
0: but but some things that might come across indie can still translate on a big stage. You just need yeah. to uh, you need to you need to make it translate that way.
1: And I like I also like how kids' new attire is his tag team title around
0: his waist. You know, you know, it's indie Pat. You'll relate to this when you go to a show and seven different guys use the unprettier as their finisher. Oh yeah. Yep. (laughs) We've, we've had that conversation before. Been to plenty of those.
1: Um, Hey, so really quick. I'm sorry. What I want to say about new day is when they did all these uh, vignettes, you kind of figured, they have a direction for them, and then we should have known better because it's WWE. They they really had nothing. They're just like you're going to be clapping baby faces,
0: and you're going to be positive, and that's it. Yeah. But now I we. Thought, have I thought they to were off. supposed to be heels initially, and when they came out, I'm like, no, they're working baby. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, I think either way, it's going to work in their favor because I think I think they really show what they could do in that WrestleMania, uh, t- the pre-WrestleMania tag team match. And, and
0: and you know why, Pat? And this is going to blow everybody's mind when I say this. Everybody can get over when they're given time to get over.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why uh, SmackDown gets the Great Use of TV Time Award this week.
0: Oh, Christ. Yeah, we got lots to talk about there. Uh, let's move on to number seven. This will kind of segue us. Number seven. How about the importance of the IC in the U.S. titles lately? I Brian cut that awesome promo. Basically, talking about how he's going to be a fighting champion. And now they've got Cena doing that open challenge where every week somebody comes out and challenges him for the title and looks amazing doing it. He's doing last the White Boy Challenge? Was, yeah, last week it was Ambrose, and this week it was Stardust, and they both looked amazing.
1: Mr. Cena Stardust.
0: So, for everybody who's out there, like. Like, uh, Cena's just burying people. Actually, even though he won two weeks in a row, Cena put two guys over really well. Th-
1: this is the most I've enjoyed what Cena's doing in a long time because he's working with guys who I want to see break through that next level, and he's actually doing a lot of work to help those guys.
2: And he's not yeah. in the main event or
1: have the world title. Yep. Yeah, this but is the be- focal point of the show.
0: Right, and that, he's he's in the perfect role for him in this day and age. Cena never has to be world champion again. He just doesn't.
2: He never should be world champion again.
0: Because why was that, Dan? Because <laughs> if he gets one more, he ties Ric Flair. <laughs> I know, that's just going to piss you off. So, uh, yeah, good for them. I, I really like what they're doing with both the IC and the U.S. championships now. So, awesome. Let's talk about number six. Number six there's a match that happened on SmackDown. That was friggin' awesome. Bray Wyatt versus Eric Rowan. And why was it awesome? Because it told a story. What? Yeah, I know. Like what it built, it built up Rowan with that. They showed that promo again, where Wyatt set him free. And then they had Wyatt cut that pre-match promo where he basically talked about how ever since I let Rowan go, he's listened to all of you. And now he's lost again. And Rowan came out to defend himself. They had a really good match, a match, probably the best match Rowan's ever had.
1: Like on par with the stairs match. Maybe better.
0: Jesus, no. (laughs) It it was not a bad match. And when Bray Wyatt went over, just that little subtle thing that he did at the end where he kind of like coddled Rowan like it's okay was just a perfect way to keep his character going. And the fact that even though he lost to Undertaker, he still says he's the new face of fear because he's still around. And if his ankles really hurt, he ain't showing it.
1: What's great about the, the Wyatt family thing is the way they split them. They did such a good job because they split them like so nonchalantly where he was like, I set you free. I set you free that they could always come back together because people still view them as, um, inter- you know,
0: not interchangeable, but that they could always get right back together if need be. And right. I actually thought that I mean, they haven't what, hmm? yeah, they haven't they haven't done anything drastic to their looks. I mean, sure, Harper bought new jeans, but he's still he's still the jeans, dirty wife beater flannel type of guy. Uh, Rowan's still wearing the boiler suit and he's still doing the sheet mask. So, yeah, like they, I, they haven't evolved out of the gimmick. Which mean, but they've evolved enough where they're all single sacks now.
1: I felt like this was almost, I, I thought where this match was going to go, and I, I could be totally wrong, but I thought this was almost like a confession on Eric Rowan's part. Like, yeah, I need i need someone to guide me again. And I thought him losing that match, maybe Bray Wyatt's going to take him under his wing again. I don't know.
0: Maybe. I guess we'll have to see.
1: I think it would be good for him.
0: I think it'd be a cool way to go, too. And if and that's the guy that would benefit the most from this.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Now, let me ask you guys a question. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen anytime soon, but do you think a Bray Wyatt babyface turn would work? Wait, he's heel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just going to say he's uh, he's like the anti-John Cena right now, where he's, he's heel, but half the audience cheers him.
0: <laughs> I think more so. people in the audience cheer him than boo him. I mean, they do the fat flies. But, you know, he's fat and he wrestles with a shirt, so he must be bad.
1: But um, I think Bray Wyatt's one of those guys who will – I think he's going to turn by turning m- more than half the audience, which he already has for the most part.
0: Oh, he's going to turn the audience, huh? No, say, not
1: people
2: like that people don't hate you when they pull out their phone when you make your entrance.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I so think cool. – I think even though he lost that match at WrestleMania, that was still Undertaker passing that torch to him because he's still running with that face of fear thing. And that was, you know, the gimmick to replace the Undertaker.
0: I agree. I agree. So I think eventually the barbarian.
3: (laughs) Oh no.
1: Oh no. No, He's not
0: going to have a two second Royal rumble appearance. That's a warlord. He's the
1: new face of fear.
0: (laughs) He's the berserker. He comes out with his hand open and going, (laughs) us us us? You know who's a big fan of the Berserker? Mike Simzak. Would Um, you
2: like to making fuck Berserker? You're going to say Jimmy Jacobs because that was his gimmick for a while. He was acting like he was the Berserker.
0: (laughs) Well, he is. As much as Jay Lethal is a fan of the Macho Man. All right. uh, Number five. Five golden gimmicks. Yes, the, the glitter, sir, number. Uh, let's talk about the six-man tag main event on SmackDown, which had Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and Roman Reigns versus Big Show, Seamus, and Bad News Barrett.
1: Bonus they- back? this is a spoiler for me, so go ahead. Oh, did you not see this match? I did not finish SmackDown yet.
2: Did you oh. just say Nazi?
1: <laughs> I did not see it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, why don't you come to my uh, Nazi party this weekend? We're actually going to have blindfolds on, get it? So you can not see each other.
0: Oh, that's what you meant, Vince. Yeah, no, yeah. I thought you meant something else.
3: No, no, no.
0: Now, when They're we're gonna blindfolded, you're not going to lead us anywhere, are you?
3: Yes, I
1: like how you said we're whitefolded because yes, you will not be...
0: No, I did not say that, Vince.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I just hear white. <laughs>
0: Vince, I'd like to point out that you are not blonde-haired or blue-eyed. I was. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah. In another I, life.
1: I have contact lenses on. I'm actually blue-eyed. <laughs> and, Why and would so, you cover that
3: up? <laughs> to fool all of you, obviously. <laughs>
1: so With
2: a so name really, like racist Vince, your your eye color really... really
1: actually, I away. sign all my... Uh, Paperwork R Vince, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> the R does not stand for A certain
1: Robert. racist V. No, I'm sorry. A certain R Vince.
0: <laughs> Let's just call it L Simpson. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, uh, Six Man Tag was really good. I won't spoil it for Pat as to who goes over. I'll but... go ahead. I don't care. I'll watch it anyway. Okay, the good guys win. And uh, it's bad news Barrett who takes the pinfall, obviously, because you know, it, it can't can't be Big Show and it's I not saw, gonna be brand new Sheamus.
1: I saw the promo buildup for this and I was actually pissed off. Um because I was like, Oh, this is this is good. This is Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and then Big Show comes out and I'm like, Oh my god, it's a team of big guys, where's the big guy? And then bam bam, I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> well, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's just a big guy though. <laughs> He's not
2: the big guy.
1: No, he's not no. the big guy who freaking lost that match on Raw. Damn it. He's the
0: big guy because he's He the took sport. the pinfall, didn't he? He did. Well, Orton was not going to pin Roman Reigns and it's a Rollins feud, so you stupid, knew it was going to be stupid, Orton.
3: Stupid as
0: fuck.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> Did, I, did you guys – I was listening to a Ryback interview yesterday. Surprise, surprise. Um, and he was talking about when <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Cody Roast. Where,
0: where, to- where <laughs> were your hands during that interview, Pat?
1: My meat was on the table.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ew.
1: But did you ever hear the story of when they went to Panera Bread?
0: Oh, God. I don't think so.
1: Well, they, uh, he always gets like ridiculous portions everywhere he goes and, you know, Panera bread serves you like half a soup, half a, half a piece of bread or half a sandwich or whatever. He's like, this just not big enough for me. So he's like, I go in there with Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes and they go, don't worry, man, we'll help you order. We'll help you order. So he goes up to the counter and they disappear on him and he's looking at the menu and she's like, what would you like? And he's, he's like, there's so much. I, I don't know. And he just goes, I started getting physically angry at the menu. Because there were I could not decide what I wanted and they just booked on me. (laughs) And then they were just like laughing in the corner at a table or something at him trying to order at Panera bread.
0: So is Ryback gonna be at Panera Bread?
1: There were he said there's signs in the crowd sometimes says Ryback fears Panera bread.
0: That's awesome. I've never (laughs) seen that before. That's freaking terrific.
1: Supposedly, Daniel Bryan told the story on some other radio show. He goes, I go out sometimes and there's Ryback fears Panera signs.
0: Ryback fears Panera, Fred. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: That was better than all of wrestling this week.
0: It was, wasn't it? Uh, Number four. Number four. Let's talk about something good that happened involving The Miz. And wow, yes, Oh, this is where, right where I stopped watching SmackDown because I was like, eh, I'm not missing much. Okay, so Ms. TV is all basically him self-promoting himself in the new uh, Marine movie.
1: Self-promoting himself, you don't say. Yes,
0: you don't say. Well, Summer Rae comes out with her kick-ass theme song and gets all up in his face about how she's the co-star – And he needs to be acknowledging her. And he goes into his typical, you know, I'm the Miz and I'm the big star thing. And every single time he makes a point, she just gets on the microphone and shoots him down. And it's friggin' hilarious. It was really, really good character development. And the most character development that Summer Rae has had. But wait, there's more. Out comes Mizdow, who gets in Miz's face. And Miz starts doing the typical heel beg off like, Listen, you know, everything that has happened, I, I'm willing to forget it, to shake my hand and tell me that you're sorry, and everything will go back to normal. And the whole time, Summer Race is kind of sitting there like, huh? And Miz has kind like of like, race. what? Yeah. Like, am I buying this? Am I not? And then he shakes Miz's hand, and he says, I'm sorry that I didn't do this sooner, and decks him. And then just to cap it off, as Miz runs up the ramp scurrying, Miz Dow grabs Summer Rae and does the Hollywood kiss. The dip and
3: kiss.
0: The dip and kiss. And you gets dip, a humongous pop. So Miz Dow and Summer Rae had some incredible character development, all because of the Miz. And the podcast thread that I never started, but Shin started for us, has a comment about that. So, eh, what the hell? Let's do it right now. So basically they're just like, oh, it was Dan Dahl that pointed this out. He said he's fascinated by the effect of feuding with Miz. Sandow and Alex Riley got over huge as Miz's enemy and then maybe had no direction afterwards, which we really haven't seen yet. But his big question is that, is Miz a better heel than he gets credit for?
1: Miz is the the part of this feud that is making it work so well. Like if it were Damien Sandow feuding with anyone else, I don't think it would have this same feel to it. He's good at what he's doing, which is being that middle of the he's card an, slash right. upper he's card guy. he's an
0: insufferable heel, which is what he should be. Right, that's what makes him work so well.
1: Right. My biggest worry is when this ends. What what does he? What does Mizdow do? He can't just be Damien Mizdow for years, right? I mean.
0: No, he can just. I think this is part of him get coming out on his own. And I think he'll him and Summer Rail might team up now and form a little bit of a power couple thing.
1: But does he turn back to Sandow? Does he go back to his old moves? Does he change his character completely? I'm I'm really curious to see where it goes.
0: I think he's going to keep feuding with Miz for a little while and slowly start to evolve into his own character because of that, because Miz isn't going to be able to keep up this Hollywood shtick for that much longer because now the movie that he made that he's been building up is actually out. So he can't milk that any longer. So everybody has to evolve from this.
2: The Marine Four, moving target.
0: Worst title ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there's another question from Matt Awesome about where is this guy going on the main roster? We're not talking about Mizdow, though. We're talking about our next topic, number three. Number three. So Neville got two matches this week. On Raw, he faced Seth Rollins with a kick-ass new intro. And then on SmackDown, he faced Curtis Axel. And he looked friggin' awesome in both matches.
1: Yeah, so, his uh, his Buzz Lightyear intro on Raw was pretty awesome.
0: Break Orbit. Break Orbit. Now, uh, Matt Awesome says, where do you think he's going to go on the main roster? If I had to venture a guess, I think he gets a couple more matches like this. And then he'll do what a lot of guys do when they come up and they're, they don't have too, too much character development yet. He'll go for a title.
1: I think he's going to actually – well, what's weird is go figure, right? They put this guy in matches where he can showcase what he does best, and he's – get this – getting over. People like this guy already. It's crazy. Um, but I'm kind of worried that they'll go, well, all he does is wrestle really well, which is like kind of what they do with Cesaro. They're like, you're a really good wrestler, but we don't have anything for you right well,
0: now. No, they did the same thing with Brian, but yeah, and it took him a while to evolve, but look where that ended up. So
1: Exactly. So I think over time, but I think that happens with all the new guys that come up. I mean, look what happened with Bray Wyatt at first. They had that feud with Kane, then he slowed down for a bit, and now he's in one of the top draws in the company. Right. So as and, you know, people like Bo Dallas who came up and they just got lost in the show. I worry about some of these people who come up from NXT that their gimmick doesn't work or WWE doesn't take the right parts of their gimmick. That's how that's kind of how I feel about Bo Dallas. Like he's so much more capable of what he's of doing more than what he's doing on the main roster.
0: Well, that's because he suffered that uh, that main roster curse where he comes up and only brings an element of his character with him like he has to build it up all over again. Right, and, and I mean that's kind of true. You can't just come up with everything you did in NXT and have it make sense. But at the same time, you got to be given some direction. That said, didn't though, have any.
1: I think Neville was able to do that because a lot of what he did was just based on his wrestling ability.
0: Right, and it, they want to get him over with his acrobatics, so he's using that in his move set when he when he he's he exactly. out of a move, and you know, when he when he flips out of a move, he does cartwheels and just. As basically just a hey screw you, look what I can do kind of thing. And that's gonna get him over.
2: I just can't wait till when he goes, Here I come to save the day.
1: <laughs> that's what they're putting in that entrance. They just didn't put it in yet on Raw.
0: No, it's gonna be Astro Boy. Uh, it's Caval, you idiots.
1: He's gonna have mouse ears and be Astro Boy. Oh wait, that's already him.
0: Oh, I'm gonna sue! Oh, all right. Number two. Number two. So after Raw this week, the uh, Talk is Jericho podcast, which <laughs> can't possibly be called that because we're not able to <laughs> do, do that. They won't do that. They'll just like Steve Austin podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Live with Chris Jericho. <laughs> Jericho podcast. But he interviewed John Cena, and Cena was wearing a KCCO shirt, which was friggin' awesome. And the whole interview was just good. Cena seemed genuine. He seemed excited. He seemed passionate. And I think he came across very well. What do you guys think? If you watched it?
1: Uh, it was a good interview. I watched the first half hour of that night. And then I actually came back to watch the rest of it the next day. And I really enjoyed it. I thought, I thought Jericho brought something. Like, Austin is just a straight shooter right to the point, And I like that about him, but Jericho is more of an entertainer where he kind of like, you know, he did some fun questions. He did some, uh, hard hitting questions mixed in there. It was a different style of interview, but I was fine with it. Right.
0: I-, I like the feedback I saw too. People were like, uh, you weren't really that hard hitting with your questions. And so he's like, what the hell did you want me to ask him? He he asked, he's like flat out. Have you ever done steroids? And he even asked him about turning heel, and Cena has made it pretty obvious that he would do it if that's what they wanted. But at the same time, you know, I and it's the same thing we've always said about Cena turning heel. And he echoed he echoed everybody's who has a friggin' brain has echoed their statements perfectly.
1: I uh, I liked you know? his his steroid answer a lot better though this time because the last time was can't prove that I have, can't prove that happened. This time he said no. That was a better answer than can't prove that I have, can't prove I that I have. I believe
2: haven't. he hasn't taken steroids in ten years.
0: Yeah. But when he was the prototype, that dude was on the juice. I also like how every time they talked about something, they found a picture to throw up there. Well, and he was oh, cracking up about that. That
1: was that was because that rumor popped up that uh, I was mad at Austin. And they're they're like, he was mad because Austin asked a question about China. Well, hello. You're obviously watching this, and you're telling somebody, "Put up a picture of China."
0: Yeah, because a picture of China popped up immediately. So,
1: so you're telling me nobody looks over this uh, um, ahead well, of time acor-
0: at all? according to Austin, get this, that was all false. That uh, that they there was heat on them for exactly.
1: that and exactly. And the whole reason
0: he picked Jericho was just because he wanted to do something different.
1: Right, and, uh, that's exactly did what I'm Austin is-
0: Yeah, Austin, and I mean who. Who else is Austin going to interview? That's going to be that hard hitting. He interviewed the boss and the next boss. Right. Who are they going to give him next?
1: And he's, you know what? They have. He's going to get Vincent J. McMahon. They have so With many people to pick from who have Jay podcasts McMahon. now. Um, they have. Actually, I mean, the Cult Cabana podcast. Roddy Piper. <laughs> I think Piper would be an awesome interview. Well, he's going to actually do an interview live for fucking once. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to have the answers and he's going to change the questions.
2: I, st- I stopped listening to the Piper podcast because they were all on the fucking phone and they were terrible.
0: Yeah, too, too much overkill on the phone gets annoying. You know, did you hear the Jericho podcast with Paul Heyman and Edge where all of a sudden they segue into being on the phone and it's like they got kicked out of the hotel room they were in, so they just edited it to make it sound like they just transitioned that way.
1: Yeah, the audio quality just dropped tremendously.
0: It's like, oh. Well, that's weird. He did the same thing with Chavo, but they actually acknowledged it. They're just like, Chavo's like, yeah, we got kicked out, so uh, Chavo's on the phone. I mean, some of them are okay. Like, I didn't mind when he interviewed RVD on the phone. The Brett liked, Hart one was terrible, but he, he forewarned yeah, but everybody. Yeah, but I couldn't understand poor friggin' Brett. Taz does uh, a lot on the on phone,
2: too, but like, he'd be like, today I got a special guest, and they're on for 20 minutes of the hour show. That's Taz, that's Taz's show.
0: Do off. Uh, all right guys, and my number one favorite thing that happened in wrestling this week. Number 1. Lucha Friggin' Underground the whole show top to bottom and I keep saying this week after week, this show is just one of the best things that you could possibly watch. Again, only 3 matches but they were all friggin' terrific. Uh we we kicked it off, we had we had a trios match. We had an impromptu mask versus mask match, and then we had a title match. Uh, the trios match was Son of Havoc with Ivalice and Angelico, who are involved in that horrible love triangle. And they were forced to face off against Phoenix, Aerostar, and Drago. And Aerostar and Drago, are uh, they are tied for their best of five series, and there's one match to go. So the whole storyline there was, were they going to be able to get along? And they kind of did for a little while, but then that tore down. And then the other storyline was that Ivalice isn't getting along with any of these guys because Son of Havoc dumped her. So it's like, screw him. And then and Helico keeps getting in the way, so screw him too. So she just walked out of the match, but it didn't matter because Aristar because and Drago broke down. And then Son of Havoc's like, I'm going to pin Phoenix now. And that was the finish. So and it was the best part was when they announced the winners, like the winners of this match, Eva Ivalice, and she's like storming off through the crowd. She stops and turns around like, what? I thought that was really funny. Um, we also are building up towards another trios match with Prince Puma involved. And Dario Cueto is all about how he needs these titles to be really important. And King Cuerno is also going to have a trio's team, but who's going to be on his team. We're going to find that out later, but we find out that a uh, Conan recruited Hernandez to be part of Prince Puma's trio's team. And, but Puma also found his own, what do they call him? Like his own Vato. It was Johnny Mundo. And now this looks like you can't trust him and all this other stuff. So drama building up there. And then we got a mask versus mask match. Uh, sexy Star was facing off against her friend, Superfly, and Dario Cueto's just like, hey, screw tradition. This is mask versus mask. And that's all Striker and Vampiro talked about the whole match. It was like, man, he really doesn't care about all this tradition. All the traditionalists are going to be pissed off. Like shades of Eric Bischoff. And uh, Sexy Star pins Superfly. He takes his mask off. Meh. Nothing really special there. But then they're acting like now he's the man formerly known as Superfly. I'm like, oh, so he dropped his mask so he can't – he loses his whole gimmick? Is that how it works in the the temple? Sometimes. (laughs) And then the main event was a title match between King Cuerno and Prince Puma. And King Cuerno's trio's team came out to ringside. And that was Tejano and Cage. So, uh uh-oh, shit's about to get real. Awesome match, Uh, not as much interference as you might think that would happen, and Prince Puma retains with the 630, or it could have been a 960, according to Stryker. Could have been. It could have been. Uh, Lucha Underground was a really, really friggin' awesome show again this week, and if you guys can't get a chance to watch it, you gotta at least try. You can watch it for free online, yes, it's got Spanish commentary, but... You know what? The wrestling is all completely worth it. So check that out. Check that shiz out. Yeah, man. So ch- what ch- else? Ch- check it out. Yeah, so what else did you guys actually what,
2: want what us to talk about? This about?
0: Well, Jason Shin wants to know if we're going to be seeing a new direction back towards a more Attitude Era type project or uh, product because we've got some TV MA shows coming to the network. Um, I think that's more or less just going to be a network, a network thing because of the whole parental controls and everything. Yeah.
3: I don't think we're going
0: to see a full turn on the. Uh, I
2: don't know. There's been like the a slow, slow burn lately because I mean there was the, well even though they panned away there was the Randy Orton flip offs. They've been saying there's been color, there's been color, there's been some bitches. Yeah. Uh, there's been you know it just it seems like. They're going to give you a little splash here and there a lot more often.
1: But um, on SmackDown this week, I think they kind of hurt that because King was like, they showed something about the attitude. He's like, oh, I just can't wait to
3: go back and see how much we used to push the envelope
1: back then. it's like, so you're you're openly admitting that you don't push the envelope anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The envelope has stayed in place. No, I think <clears throat> I think what they've got now is fine. I think they're blurring the lines really well, and uh, I mean, yeah, this past week was kind of a kind of a lame raw, but um, no issues whatsoever as far as I'm concerned with like the product as a whole in uh, 2015. I know a lot of people are still like, oh, I give up, it's too long, blah blah blah, and I'm just like, well, if it's too long, why don't you just watch the Hulu cut? That's what Pat does.
1: He yes, seems I to did. enjoy
0: it. On Hulu! But, like, at the same time, I think we are going to be seeing a lot of really big changes. And you know what? You can you can pull the whole Raw sucks card and all this other stuff and the Authority sucks card. And there are still shitty parts of the show. But the parts that are good are really good. And that's what keeps me watching. As far as the TVMA thing is concerned, um, I don't want them to go too far back towards Attitude Era stuff just because it's going to just feel like, oh, we, we really can't think of a new way to do this. So screw it. We're just going to go back to what used to work.
2: And plus, the Attitude Era was like 80% skits and stuff and
0: 20% Yeah, not wrestling.
2: enough, res- not enough 20% wrestling. shitty
0: wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not... I, I think there needs to be more of a healthy mix. And I think a guy like Triple H, when he doesn't have the editor in Vince, is going to be able to get that. Because look at how NXT is run. I mean, NXT isn't exactly all family-friendly content. <laughs> Just listen to an Enzo Mori promo.
1: But yeah, I think, they're, I think Dan's right when he says there's a slow burn towards that. I think they're going to um, come close to that line and then pull back a little bit and then come close to that line again and then pull back a little bit, which is fine.
2: All right, Because well, when I mean, you finally come, it's going to, you're going to come so hard.
1: Exactly. Ooh, uh. And WWE network has parental controls. So if you really don't want your kids watching that, you just got to activate those controls.
0: If you don't want your kids watching anything from the attitude error or anything involving Benoit, just flip Ooh. it off. Exactly. He doesn't exist on the parental controls.
1: Really? <laughs> I was wondering, uh, I was wondering if there's, like, a Benoit, a Benoit free mode under parental controls. Does that mean, like, it'll skip his segments,
2: or you'll just not be able to watch any shows that he's I, in? I
0: don't know. I don't want to play with the parental controls, because I want all my content.
2: Maybe I'll play with – no, I
0: won't. <laughs> you play with them, the password gets changed that day. <laughs> you, sir, are done.
1: What happened to the triple threat match at WrestleMania 20? It's gone.
0: <laughs> the show just ends. It just ends after the taker match.
1: I would think it'd be great if they just CG Benoit out of that match. Even like spots <laughs> like Triple H are just on the mat.
2: With
1: his arm out and his head back.
0: <laughs> yep. Good Lord. <sighs>
3: the only We're other, that-
0: um, the only <laughs> other actual, uh, Comment we got in the podcast thread that we haven't covered already because there was this whole talk about Seth Rollins side plates, but that got answered. Um, Matt also wants to know what are our thoughts on FMW returning. That was interesting to hear that too because I didn't think that Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling was had been a thing in how long now. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, that's where uh, that was like Jericho's first Japanese break, and that's where um, that was Onita's company and. Pandita came from there, of course. Hayabusa. Hayabusa, yeah. Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome started their feud. Chosu is over there, yeah. Um, that's pretty cool for them. I do know that there's a big influx of Japanese promotions now. So I, I just hope that they don't get lost in the shuffle because Japan's got some pretty, pretty cool stuff. And in fact, NJPW had some cool stuff recently. Now, didn't they?
2: Dan. Yes, there was New Japan's
0: Invasion Attack was on Sunday.
2: Uh, lots of cool matches, but here are the biggest, the four biggest ones that I wrote down. The Young Bucks lost the junior heavyweight tag titles to Rapogne, the, wow. Rapogne Vice, which is Rocky Romero and uh, Beretta, also known as
0: Trent. Oh, that's who that is?
2: Yeah, and it's Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta. Oh, interesting. Uh, But it's like their first match there. They've only had a handful of matches, and they just freaking win the junior heavyweight tag titles. Damn. More bad news for uh, Bullet Club fans, because the Bullet Club team of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows lost the heavyweight tag titles to uh, Matt Taven and Michael Bennett, the kingdom. And they haven't been around since the freaking Tag League last year. And they just come in and win the tag titles. And Maria was there and she was hot. Well, that's (laughs) the Well, here's some good news for uh, Bullet Club fans Kenny Omega retained the junior heavyweight title against Mascara Dorada. Nice. But that was a good match. And in the main event, Kota Ibushi, who had won the. The New Japan Cup, he wanted to face AJ Styles for the heavyweight title, but he lost. AJ Styles retains, and it was a real fun match and with a cool finish. Nice. Worth watching.
0: Sounds like something I'll have to check out.
2: And the next big shows are towards the end of the month, but most of us will be busy doing Avenger things. Yes. When these shows happen.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Age of Ultron's going to happen around then.
1: The...
0: Yeah. Priorities, people. Priorities. When does that come out? May 1st.
1: Oh, okay. Good. I'll make plans for May 1st, then.
0: Not soon enough. It comes out in exactly three weeks from this time that we are recording. So, yes. Age of Ultron. Awesome. Um, Before we move on to Troll Truth, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about from wrestling this week? Hmm. (laughs) How about...
1: Randy Orton versus Kane.
0: Why? Why do we, why do you want to waste time on the show talking about that?
1: <laughs> okay, we can move on.
0: There you go. Well guys, we're not we're not done with the wrestling talk yet because it's time for troll truth and this one really pisses me off. There's what the trolls are saying this week. Don't piss me off. And of course this happened on my Facebook wall because where else would something like this happen? After AJ Lee retired, I simply wrote, thank you, AJ. And this sparked a whole conversation from a bunch of friggin' idiots talking about the length of her career, where everybody got it right except for one person who said that her career was shorter than the time it takes you to finish high school. To which I replied that if her eight year career was longer th- or shorter than how you would finish high school, you must be an idiot. But no, I was wrong because. In his book, everything before her his career in WWE was just training. Screw you.
1: I See, what I don't think he understands is how much, well, I guess he can't understand, how much people actually work their ass off to get where they are. It's not just training. You well, are on a journey.
0: If, if you're not somebody who's ever worked your ass off, then you're not going to know. <clears throat> It's so ridiculous. Like, he's he's stating it as a fact that this is how long her career was, and then turns it into an opinion, and then wonders why people jump on him.
1: That would be like that would be like. Here's an analogy for you. I've been in shape for about two and a half, uh, three years. The rest of my life, I was fat, so it didn't count.
0: Right. That doesn't make. Yeah. That would make no sense at all. Or My that's career like only me,
1: started three years ago.
0: That's like me saying I just moved to Pennsylvania in August, so nothing before that mattered. My whole six years living in Florida didn't matter.
1: It was just at the
2: same time,
0: it didn't really matter. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs>
1: uh, You're tra- you trained. You trained in Florida to yeah. live in Pennsylvania and have snow again.
0: Of course. Oh, and here's another thing. Uh, if you really, if you're going to like his comments, and yet you're disagreeing with him, you're an idiot. You can't like the comments somebody is saying when you're disagreeing with them. That oh, makes I do you that. Look like a Oh yes, you idiot. can.
2: They're two different buttons.
0: Oh, God, people are so friggin' stupid. But
1: I, I do that all the time in arguments on Facebook. I like what the other person's saying, and I'm like, I like that because it's silly.
2: Uh, It really fucks with their mind.
0: uh, They think you agree and then you disagree. People, here's the thing. People are idiots. People on Facebook can be idiots. And wrestling fans can be idiots. But when you combine them into wrestling fans on Facebook, on WWE's official Facebook page, you get some real idiots.
2: You get like 99.999999%
0: idiots.
1: You know how you can be an asshole on Facebook? Sign up for an account.
0: You know, you could be an asshole on Facebook. Respond to anything I write about pro wrestling.
1: How about respond to anyone's anything? That's a yeah. good way to be an asshole. There you go. Happy birthday. Fuck you. Why are you wish me a happy birthday? i an asshole. <laughs> Speaking of assholes, this week on NXT,
2: it was all about Hideo Itami because he's an asshole. He's a
3: chap hole. Whatever. So it's all about it's it's a his- He's the uh originally he was gonna be the chink in the Shield.
0: <laughs> He's Japanese Japanese. <laughs> but they difference broke up before he debuted. did they break up before he even got signed? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I had him in mind. It was either him or uh Kenzo Suzuki. They practically have the same name.
2: Guy who hasn't worked there in over ten years. Except
0: they definitely don't.
1: Oh, I I mean Jimmy Wang Yang. You fired him.
2: Hey, where have you been lately? Ten years ago. (laughs) That's right. So it's all about Hideo's. This post is all about Hideo's rise to the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Oh, boy. So, of course, this doesn't have anything to do with him, right? Well, we'll find out. Our uh, first comment: threads overrun by terrorists.
3: Which is huh?
1: our first comment. Our first comment <laughs> is that the thread is overrun by terrorists.
3: <laughs>
2: our next comment: push Kenta. <laughs> okay, they are. He won a
1: tournament. <laughs> He was at WrestleMania. Well, he, he was on, not on WrestleMania, but he was at WrestleMania, <laughs> which is different than LL
2: Cool J, who wasn't at WrestleMania but was on WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> God damn! Isn't that weird?
1: And he was also on the main show. Yes.
2: Would like to see more NXT wrestlers on Raw. There needs to be. More, newer matches. Tired of seeing same people go at it and same people as champion.
1: Okay, did you watch Raw the night after Mania?
0: Yeah, I guess I guess you're not watching anymore, moron.
2: I guess Seth Rollins is champion. That's the same. He's the same. He's been champion six times before. Yeah. Friggin' idiots. Our next comment is the uh, um, lie of the century. Oh no. NXT is garbage.
0: Uh, I like this.
1: I would that like that comment it? and disagree with it so fast.
0: Is that who wrote it?
2: No. If I recognize the person, I will tell you who it is.
1: <laughs> Undercooked garbage. <laughs> oh,
2: god. Yeah. It's not even hot garbage.
1: No, nope.
2: <laughs>
0: undercooked garbage. It's just lukewarm garbage. <laughs> so how, I don't understand how somebody who likes everything to be cooked is a big fan of a show called Raw.
1: Who likes everything to be cooked?
0: Who else? Oh Me, no,
3: he man.
1: he likes SmackDown better. Still? Yeah.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> Blue is a is a is... Is a higher heat content than red
0: flames. I don't think he would know that.
1: You know, you you know Hideo's gonna go to raw when he comes up, right? Because sushi pizza.
2: Fully cooked sushi on a fully cooked pizza.
0: Disgusting. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Fully cooked sushi sushi? on an undercooked pizza. (laughs) Oh my god. That says something wrong with that.
2: And our last comment, he won the spot because there was guests from Japan, reporters and other. So WWE decided to lick them, and then, there, then he ends it with he ends it with two question two I mean two uh, quotation marks, which there was no quotation marks to close,
1: so he closed two quotation. Uh, so he closed a quotation where there was never one to open. He, I guess he actually opened and closed an a.
2: Uh, no, not even a space. Just quotation mark, quotation mark.
1: Oh wow! Great quote. I'm glad they licked the Japanese reporters, though. They actually like that. They're big fans of the bushwhackers. Oh yeah, oh, Well, they they would be because they're
2: cause, you know New Zealand's pretty close. Exactly. Oh, yeah. they. And, of course, he got paid the same amount.
1: There we go. He got paid the same amount as the Big Show. And Big Show's going to rib him for that at the Hall of Fame ceremony.
0: (laughs) When Hideo inducts him into the Hall of Fame?
1: No, I was going to say when Big Show inducts
0: inducts Hideo into the Hall of Fame.
2: (laughs) I won the damn battle Royal, and he got the
0: same. I hope Big Show's Hall of Fame speech, the first thing he says is, I never said gooks.
1: Oh, I hope Maria Menunos inducts him, and when she's done with her speech, she goes, and coming out now, hey, it's the big show.
0: Hey, it's the big show. I love how she guy. can get that
2: wrong, but she can do almost the entire hard times promo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Goddamn. Well, guys, <laughs> it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's time to play Points or Buried. <laughs> Triple H. Is Unfolded, crazy. son. Okay. So, guys. <laughs> Goddamn. This week, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Actually, Dan Dahl wanted to ask you guys a question. What are some things that AJ Lee can do now that she's retired?
3: Oh. Hmm.
0: Well. So, well, let's just say that people let us know what they think AJ Lee is going to do now that she's retired. So are you guys ready?
1: Yeah, this will not be the least bit sexist.
0: <laughs> All right. So first thing, she's finally going to hunt down AJ Styles for calling her crazy on an episode of Impact three years ago. Crazy girls have long memories.
1: you know what happens to crazy girls though
0: they get buried oh Joe Kalaya
3: hell Sunday entry so damn bad it also gets folded eh eh
0: <laughs> points or folded
3: All and right. I'll hang you out to dry cause Stone Cold said so oh
0: Stone my god fold. you folded it and
2: then hung it out to dry it's gonna never dry
0: All right. So, our next entry. AJ will start hanging out with Stonefold. They will air out the dirty laundry. What? Go through the dryer sheets. What? What? And stomp a mud hole in and fold that sumbitch laundry. Because Stonefold said so.
3: And that's the laundry line. Because Stonefold is going to give you some damn points, son. (laughs)
2: Stonefold does not have that... uh...
3: Does not have that power to give points. Oh. That's not what the- I read the damn dryer sheets.
1: Oh, wait, wow. It actually get said, it. handed me the dryer sheets. <laughs> it says your Stonefold is allowed to give points, but they oh. count for zero.
2: <laughs> oh, Stonefold oh. points are like racist
1: points. They're, they're yeah. They're uh, fabric softener points. <laughs> oh. I wish Chris actually kept. But- that said (laughs) i'm giving that points oh well there you go yeah so you Uh, get fabric softener points which are zero and then you get real points
0: are they are they snuggle points Huggably soft (laughs) yeah i think
1: i think yeah snuggle points step fabric softener points let's go with that
0: god all right that was glenn's entry so good job glenn it's goddamn bounce all right (laughs) our next entry now that she's retired, A.J. Lee will be going to Applebee's.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, that gets points. I think that's funny.
0: <laughs> that, of course, was John Salinas' entry. I'm not All surprised.
1: Right. <clears throat> that's a good okay.
0: one. Um, Pat, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this next one, but uh, we'll see. She and Punk will go to a local restaurant on a date night, and suddenly she'll go to the washroom and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing.
1: Points. <laughs>
0: Points to Jason can't well. Wow,
1: he welled. He, welled. Ve- he, very, welled. <laughs> he very welled. He very yeah. welled.
0: Exemplaried. Okay. Now unemployed, AJ reunites with Caitlin to form the check bouncers.
3: Hmm. Hell, sir, I'm going to fold that damn check in half. No All points. Right. Sorry, Dan doll. Also, so what you're saying is uh, he gets buried.
0: No, he said he got folded.
3: I got He's folded, son. There. There, your damn ears, you dumb son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) He said Seesaw.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Seesaw.
2: Mike and I make that reference all the time still.
1: That's a great reference. Chris, do you know that reference? I don't think so.
2: (laughs) It was on an episode of SmackDown, and Michael Cole's like, this is a real back-and-forth Seesaw action. And freaking Coach, yes, that's how long ago this was. Coach was the was the color commentator on SmackDown. Did you oh, just say shit. Seaside? And Colt gets fucking pissed at him. No! <laughs> I said Seaside!
0: Clean out your ears! Wow. No, I don't remember that.
2: <laughs> you know, he said Seaside. <laughs> this is a back and forth Seaside I'm sure there's battle. a
0: damn good reason why I don't remember that. Because it involved... Uh, Coach, coach, being on Cole,
2: commentary. Cole and coach? <laughs> yeah, lord. Oh, God. So anytime we there's any kind of thing, like when we're reviewing a TV show, if there's like a back and forth fight, we call it a seaside
0: battle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, I don't know that reference, but now we're going to use it on Club K-Fabe. Seaside battle. Ah, damn all right. <laughs> All right. Our next entry. She will finally be able to not have to answer the age-old question, Hey, are you related to Stanley?
1: Was that ever asked? I Wrestling
2: fans that don't understand gimmick names.
1: <laughs> Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? Because you just got...
0: Buried. Oh, I th- you just ate shit. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Matt Hardman. Okay. Holy crap. She can jill off to the thought of Roman Reigns <coughs> lighting up her face with jizz. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> that is simultaneously the worst and best entry. <laughs> I. I, I, I I've never heard the term Jill off, but that's hilarious.
0: I got to, you got to give props for that though. Jill yeah. Off.
1: Yeah. That, that gets points.
0: <laughs> that was Chev's entry. Chevron. <laughs> Chevron.
1: Is Jill off a thing that's been used before or is that a Chevron original? I don't know. Cause that's I really think... funny.
0: Like, like black half man. <laughs> <laughs> black half man. <laughs> Uh, this black half man is an expert on jilling off <clears throat> alright she will go to therapy to cure her craziness which will lead to her divorce from CM Punk since he digs crazy chicks
1: oh cause he had a shirt yeah
2: <laughs> cause he said something once and then it became a shirt and then he had to wear it
3: then I took that damn shirt folded it one time <laughs> what Two times. What? Three times. Damn, what?
2: I, wish, I, I wish I did a rock voice because then he'll tell you to shine it up real nice first.
3: <laughs> Four times. What? And let that damn son of a bitch on fire.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, that escalated quickly. And then Why throw it, it in the so ground and cover falling. it right yeah. up. Oh, because it
3: got buried.
0: <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jeff Trollowitz. Next off. <clears throat> She's going to take a year off, then announced she signed a deal with UFC and begins training to fight Rousey.
1: So this was like serial entry.
0: Yeah. Huh. I thought
1: the point of this game was to be funny. You get logic points. How much unfortunately, logic points are up there with racist points and snuggle points.
2: Actually, I think they're worse than <laughs> racist points. <versus> logic points. <laughs> They're still worth nothing, but you you, you want them less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was Joe Mad Dog Needle.
1: You want them less in the point where the game is,
0: hey, make us laugh. Again, pro tip, be more funny. Okay. Now retired, AJ Lee will start to write for Marvel in the female Thor comics. That decision will lead to an epic husband-slash-wife Thor-slash-female Thor collision that will destroy the Marvel Universe.
1: They're
2: already doing a crossover event that'll do that.
1: Oh, wow, I was gonna get that points, but I guess since it's already gonna happen, no points.
0: CJ you can thank Dan for you. that
1: one. <laughs> if, I mean that's not how it's happening, but
0: it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you just buried CJ.
3: You didn't oh. bury him, I just folded the damn comic so it's not mint condition anymore.
0: <laughs> oh god. I
2: promise not to bend your spine. Oh wait a dog eared the damn page. Speaking <laughs> of folding ant
0: Dog here at the page. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she will go to Comic Cons, and when Heyman approaches her table and tries to touch her, she will punch him in his or mouth.
2: hayman <laughs> hey Heyman was the king of uh, king of the uh, what was the the floating arm thing, The Hover hand, the hover hand. Yeah, thought he was the king of hover hand.
1: Yeah, but he has a black belt he, in hover hand.
0: Black Belt in Hoverhand. I think we just <laughs> got an episode title. <laughs> Black Belt in Hoverhand. Holy crap. Oh, god! <laughs> <laughs> no, the best part is going to be when people are listening to this and wondering where that comes in.
2: We've had plenty of episodes taken from the from this segment. And then they've not gotten points, but then became the title. But then they became the title.
0: Which is which is a big fuck you. <laughs> God damn. So what's your verdict on this entry? Okay, so what was the entry? Okay. You so to, far away. because she'll she go to Comic Cons so and when Heyman approaches her table and tries to touch her, she will punch him in his or mouth. In his or mouth? Yes, that's key, of course.
1: That's that's the aspiration of AJ Lee. I want to go to Comic Con to punch his kid in the mouth, in his horror mouth. <laughs> let's give that points.
2: Why
0: not? Yeah, let's give points. Matt, good job, Matt. Awesome. <laughs> oh God. All right. She will start a porn company called Tap 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 Deadass.
1: You know, I would have probably given that points months ago, but now I'm like, "Mm, no.
0: All right. No points. But that was your points leader, Ellis Holmes.
3: Someone just got buried.
0: (laughs) What an honor. Okay. Without people constantly chanting her husband's name at her, she forgets who he is. She wanders around like a lost child, randomly asking people, who is my husband? And eventually gets committed to an insane asylum.
1: Dan, I think you have a pro tip for this person.
2: Oh, uh, be more funny.
0: <laughs> so now what happens?
3: Some bitch gets hung out to dry.
0: Not, but not folded. <laughs> well, be careful. No. This is this is Jason Shin's entry, so be careful about what gets hung. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I uh
1: I have a question, actually, for Stonefold. I was so excited, I forgot to ring the doorbell. No, no. Um, do you hang the whites next to the collards,
0: or do you just hang the collards on their own? Get out. Get them out of here. Block the damn door.
3: Dumb son <laughs> of a bitch. Everyone knows you don't mix the whites with the collards. Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I wonder Lord. they always come along. You can do any podcast on my network that you want,
0: Stonefold. <laughs> the laundry line. I can't wait for that to debut. All right, guys. Oh, new podcast, third for...
2: podcast of the week.
0: The laundry line. <laughs> <laughs> the dryer
1: sheets is pretty entertaining. Well, that's where he gets all his information. Right, that's where all the uh, the wrestling info comes from.
0: Of course. All right, guys. Your final entry. Oh AJ, we didn't get a big E countdown this week, man. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have a ton of entries this week. AJ will have kids and raise them in a giant Converse shoe.
3: Oh
2: She's the old lady who lived in the shoe. Yes. Okay. She had so many children she didn't know what to do.
1: So is there a reason that's supposed to correlate and make me laugh? Because she wears big
2: Converse She's- shoes. Oh, so she's going to live in a big Converse shoe and she'll be old mother. Hubbard went to her cupboard.
3: Hell son. Everybody knows you don't put the damn shoes in the washer. Got to do them by hand. Then you put them in the dryer, make all that damn noise. Oh, there's a special shoe rack for your dryers now.
1: So you, you,
2: yeah, you, they, it suspends in the middle what? of the dryer. Motherfucker, you need to get a good H E dryer, bro. Oh my god. It can't ours came with it. This nice little metal this nice little metalish
0: rack. Good Lord. <laughs> you put your shoes on it. Alright, so what's the verdict on the giant converse shoe?
3: Gonna fold that damn shoe up and throw it in the trash, son.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Wow, Sorry. Tony folded it and then threw it in the trash. Tony yeah.
0: folded is relentless. Sorry, Don Mario. Take wow. a alright Now, this is actually kind of important because we didn't do the Biggie countdown, but I'm actually glad that it worked out this way. Only five people got points this week. Biggie is very happy. But now comes the tough part. Who is the winner? Wow, this is tough. Well, let's do the recap. We have AJ hanging out with Stone Fold, where they're going to air out their dirty laundry. What? Go through the dryer sheets. What? Stomp a mud hole and fold that some bitch laundry. She's also going to Applebee's. Oh, and her and Punk are going on a date, and she's going to the bathroom and never coming back. She can also jill off to the thought of Roman Reigns lighting up her face with jizz or she can punch a man in his foremouth
1: i i think i'm officially going to give points to someone who welled incredibly this week
0: jason canwell for as the long win. as dan's okay with jason that jason canwell jason <laughs> canwell that is awesome good for you man but damn. he's canadian so they only about 75% <laughs> no 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 oh, damn <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jason Cantwell, I think, just moved into the top tier. Uh-oh. Oh, man. You Remember when he are, was Mr. Negative Points? Yeah, he remembers that, too, because he based an entry about that.
2: <laughs> and now he's oh, Mr. Upper Echelon.
0: He is kicking ass right now. So He's in the uh, Champions League. All you guys at the bottom. Well, here's the thing. Remember when Matt Awesome was super negative guy, and then he just picked up his game, and everybody below him was like, "Wow, we really suck at this." <laughs> he's the new,
2: he's the new Matt Awesome.
1: Man, he's like one of those guys who comes up to the WWE roster and his job's mm-hmm. out for a while, and then he gets like a super push.
0: <laughs>
1: Man, he he overcame Stonefold's wrath this week, though. Some other people did not. Triple H is even cowering in the corner at Stonefold.
3: <laughs> no, 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 uh, uh, Yes. No, 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 Stonefold. <laughs> please, don't fold my car. Don't fold my car. Oh God. I mean, Stonefold
2: folded freaking shoes, so don't fuck with that guy. <laughs> he
0: folded them and threw them in the trash. Good Lord. Oh. Holy sheets. <laughs> and then they fall. <laughs> Of course. Whew, man. Well, this was a fun show. Um, I have a pretty funny idea for Points Are Buried this week. So uh, if any of you guys have a suggestion, I am totally open for it. But I've got a backup plan that uh, could be a disaster, but we'll see. I'll announce it on Monday disaster or Tuesday or too. whenever. You know, of what course. this show
2: is so fun. I think we should do it again. Like, uh, next week in another seven days. Dan's like, no, I'm going to erase the recording. Let's just, let's just re-record
1: the whole thing. (laughs)
2: Let's re-record it. This is so fun. Let's just do it exactly
0: again. Let's let's just do this shit all over. You mean
1: after we put up, what do you mean? I erased it. Come on guys.
0: All right. All right, guys. Um, that was the club Cafe podcast. Please make sure you're listening to all our other shows, support giant media ball and, uh, We'll see you next week. Reader, your damn dryer sheets. Bye.